Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is a son of Bishop Daguerre Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Makaras Church Teshi in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Daguerre Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Thank you. 
of you are blessed that one day you hear the coveted word, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, we thank you for this morning, for the preaching of your word, the hearing of your word. Open thou our eyes to see revelations of the Spirit, guiding us, leading us on, showing us what to do. Let us know that the fullness of your word is also a manifestation of the love of Jesus for us. And so as we hear your holy words this morning, help us to receive them as they are in truth, the word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together as you take your seats. How many of you were blessed last week? Offended the those who are rebuked and corrected. <laughs> How many of you are doing better? I've been receiving so many testimonies. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hey. Oh, clap. Look. Congratulations. Hmm. Let's recap from last week. One, people hate rebuke and correction because rebukes shame and reduce them in the eyes of men. Many people have been sending me testimonies about how the message I preached last week has delivered them, been a blessing to them, even in their offices. And um, so many things. You know, you see, but I want to say something that you see, when, when you are offended, you have a problem. And let me tell you something, there's a price for offense and staying offended. You know, and this morning I was thinking about it. You see, I was thinking about Renee. You remember some time ago, I was telling you that she blasted. Look, I even remember I was standing at the Macario's house, uh, Macario's headquarters. When I was reading the message, I was standing by, by my car. And look, I remember the reply I typed, and then I deleted. Then I put three smileys, and then I sent it. <laughs> and instead of being compassionate towards me that I haven't reacted as I should, she, I, think, I don't know if she was typing as I was sending the smiley. And maybe she had put her phone on airplane mode so she was offline. I don't know. But when I sent a smiley, then I got another continuation. Then I told myself, if I reply as I should, eh, maybe she will leave Christ. Not leave the church like the body of Christ. Because as you are telling me, you are my, I was going to reply to that. Do you also know the mind I also have towards you? We are all speaking our mind, but you see, as I overcame the offense and I forgave her, and we began to flow and everything, it struck me that when I fell sick from ah, June until August, this whole church, including the pastors, including the pastors, maybe you don't know who the pastors are, Pastor Samuel Edu, stand up. Lady Pastor Jesslyn, stand up. At that time, they were the pastors. 
None, nobody, none or nobody, which is better? Nobody. Okay, you can now say they've seen who the pastors are. And then, okay, let's add shepherds. All shepherds, stand up. Who are shepherds? That, look, don't say you're a shepherd, then you are now a pastor, so you don't fall into either category. <laughs> no shepherd I've appointed cared for me. Pastors and shepherds, no one. Even that I came to stand at the pulpit and, and announced, I'm not well. Nobody. He said you prefer nobody to no one. So nobody checked on me apart from her. She virtually nursed me back to healing. Yes. Every morning, she sent me a message. Dearest apostle, how are you today? Is there anything you need? Is there anything I can get you? Every single morning. Then I said, my own pastors. I said, from today, he's Pastor Samuel. From today, she's Lady Pastor Jesley. From today, Shepherd Rita. Uh, from today, Shepherd Sally. Shepherd this, Shepherd this. Nobody, not the one. Yes, but it was said every morning, dearest apostle, how are you today? You see, but if I had taken offense and whatever, nobody, I would have been left alone in depression. Many of you are left in depression because of your overreactions to everything. You are lonely because you fought with everybody who would have given you company. So, you can sit down in your shame. <laughs> I hope you are ashamed though. The way you are smiling, I don't feel like people who are feeling bad. But I want you to feel bad. <laughs> Number two. Because as I repeat, maybe it's now, you, now you don't look, you look ashamed and shamed in the eyes of the congregation. So uh, why did they speak to other way? You too, when I was saying, did you uh, visit? <laughs> Number two. People only want to be praised. So they naturally do not want to be rebuked. We only like fans. Oh, your hair is nice. Whoa, your hair is super. Ah, look at this splendid bride. Whoosh. Whoa. We only like fans and praises and good things to be said about that. So even in leadership, they teach you that Correct people in secret and praise them in public. Yes, they even teach you that as part of good leadership. Because people don't like and react, really react against public um, rebuke. Because it's like you disgrace them because they only want to say, oh, wow, you're beautiful. Wow, you're nice. So, new um, groom, I'll give you some advice. Eh? If you want happiness in your home, please don't correct too much, huh? Only be saying nice things. Now, wow, your food. Look, if the food is not nice, just eat it. Tell yourself that, look, for many years I've been hungry. Bad food is better than no food. Then you eat it. I know a, a somebody, a human being. A human being. He always has shito in the house. The uh, taste of a shito, it overcomes all other tastes. So, he has shetor in the house. Every food he's going to eat, he adds shetor. Go back. He will add shetor. 
jollof, you add shit up. Light soup. I don't know if baby likes soup to you add shit up. He likes peace. <laughs> so that's why we don't like rebukes. Number three. Rebukes. Ah. Wait, wait, don't worry, I'll say it. Ah, number three. Rebukes purge out evil from you. You see, the Bible is clear that we are all sinners. And there are bad things about us. So when you allow yourself to be rebuked, it, it makes you a better person. That's all. You see, and then the point where Bishop said, don't think about how the person is speaking. One day, uh, a certain wife went to report her husband to her pastor. So the uh, pastor called the husband and the wife for a meeting. Prince said, why are you looking at me? I don't you think it's me. The way you are smiling, I've seen through your story. I don't, you see, you are rebuking me, isn't it? So the pastor called the husband and the wife for a meeting. And afterwards, speaks like then um, the wife said, the way he spoke, something, something, and the way he spoke, and the way he was speaking. Then the pastor, being a wise man, said, about the okay, anyway. It's it's a free free city, like an aeroplane. You can sit anywhere. Listen. Then the pastor told the wife, the way he speaks is the way he speaks. And we all know how he speaks. You can't change the way he speaks. That's how he speaks. Instead of saying the way he was speaking, the way he was speaking, it's not about the way he was speaking, though. It's what was he saying. Is it true? He said there's too much salt in the soup. Was there too much salt in the soup? When he said, why is there too much salt in the soup? Why have you put too much salt in the soup? Do you want to kill me uh, from high blood pressure for putting too much salt in the soup? What kind of food is this with too much salt in it? The question is, was there too much salt in the soup? It's not about the vocabulary or the tenses or the placement of verbs and nouns and adjectives. It's about, was there too much salt in the soup? Yes or no? That's what you should concern yourself about. But we like praises. And that's why there will continually be too much salt in the soup until an honest stranger comes. Who whispers? Hey, you die early. <laughs> the amount of salt in the soup, it is uh, deadly. <laughs> now you see, because you won't accept the private correction, now, it's public. Let me tell you something. Let me share with you a secret. The problem you have today being corrected in private that you are not responding to, you will receive a bigger shame tomorrow. Yes, because it will continue to get bigger. Number four. You must respect and reverence correction. See, anybody, let me tell you something. Most people won't tell you the truth about yourself. If I look at myself, if I take myself as an example, this whole world, the only person alive today who tells me the truth about myself is my pastor, Bishop Daiki Wadmiel. There's nobody else who tells me the truth about myself. Everybody just relates with me as whatever, whatever. But they read like, you are mad. This your behavior is demonic. This your behavior, toss. You are proud. Even a few people there, toss. I think you are very proud. I said, yes, daddy. 
Not a few years ago, a few months ago, we were in a meeting. Hey, but the question is, is that about was he walking when he said you are proud? Or did he throw his hands when he said, the question, are you proud based, based on your behavior? Based on the way you are speaking? Are you proud? I don't know if you know how to say it again. So that's why you will not be cleansed from the pride. And you continue in pride. And as you continue, your pride becomes bigger and bigger. So now you are excluded from this, excluded from this, excluded. But nobody likes you live with a proud person. Ask the men. When, when we are choosing wives, ladies, let me share a secret with you. Eh? Don't tell the men. I told you. Keep that a secret between us. But do you know that men bounce women more than women bounce men? Who are explaining to you? Maybe it may change. You see, before a man proposes to you, he analyzes you deeply. Number one, because he doesn't want you to bounce him. Number two, he doesn't know how you are. So he'll discuss you with, with his friends. Ask the men. They, we discuss women all the time. And maybe you may not like the word, but we disqualify women all the time. You only know about the one who eventually came to propose to you and then you said no. You don't know for every one man who proposed to you, maybe 20 men have bounced you. I'm telling you. Oh, yes, I'm telling you. So you have and one of the top qualifications for bouncing a girl is pride. Ask the men if they will be honest with you. Number one on the list is pride. Number, where are we? So, you see, the person who will tell you the truth, you should see that this person loves me because he's correcting me to purge out the evil. To purge out the evil. So, when you, I read on somebody's whatever yesterday that when you are no longer corrected, it is not because you are right, but it's because you are beyond rebuke. No, it's because, it's because you are beyond repair. There are some cars here, eh, recently. <laughs> Rene, you remember the advice I gave you about your old car? I told her that this car, dash it. The best thing you can do for yourself, don't even try to sell it. You may make a loss in selling the car. I told her, don't even, is it true or not? I said, don't, 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 I don't know if I even said don't look at the car again. I said, dash it. Anybody should, should come for it. Some cars, uh, the state in which they are, dash it. Somebody, I think it was uh, Gerald, eh? he also had a car. He said, the gearbox, I said, no, no, no. Sell the car the way it is. Don't spend one city repairing it. The way it is. Don't touch it again. Oh, yes. When you are beyond repair, we don't touch it again. It will be too much loss, too much investment, and you won't get enough for your investment again. Why are you quiet? I'm not preaching last six minutes ago. I'm just, it's just a recap. Five. Rebukes and corrections are the stamp of ownership and the stamp of the love of a father. So that's why when you reject rebukes and corrections, it's a sign that you no longer see the person as your father. Yesterday night, 
I was sitting in my bedroom reading. Thankfully, my wife was sitting on the sofa watching TV when she had told my son to bring us tea. Suddenly, the bedroom door opened and my son came in with the tea. Hey, I panicked because I said, thank God that I'm sitting on the chair reading and my wife is sitting on the sofa watching TV. When this tragedy occurred, so I panicked and I screamed, are you mad? Why have you entered the room without talking? Shouldn't you not? Hey! My problem was not that. My problem was the alternative possibility. That's what made me panic. I said, haven't I told you that he made another mistake? He said, the last time you said uh, I shouldn't knock and enter. I said, you are stupid. You are stupid. You are stupid. I repeated stupid. I don't know how many times. I said, stop. Then I said, no, no, no. Because it cannot be that. I said, I said, no. I said that because I was alone in the room, something. But you see, I was thinking about other possibilities. Oh. So I called, I called my first son. I said, look, this is what Judas, go and talk to him and come back. And come and tell me what you told him. And so then when he came back, then Manasseh now came to explain to me that that day you said it is because we were all in the room. And you sent him out to bring something. And when he came back, he knocked. And you said that when I'm in the room with one of you, you don't have to knock. Hey! Then I got angry again. You see, my anger was that today is like I was sitting on uh, the chair reading. And my wife was sitting on the sofa watching TV. I began to imagine, hey! <laughs> but you see, the point I'm trying to make is, because he's my son, I said, you are stupid. It's a stupid answer. This is not you are stupid. The answer you've given. Then he later came to apologize to me. See, he received the rebuke and the correction. When you are a child, you come and even say thank you for the correction. That is how a child behaves. That is how a child behaves. You receive... <laughs> the, the rebuke is that I'm feeling free with you that you are wrong and I'm saying you are wrong but when you become big then you get offended at rebuke my sons have never my biological sons never been offended with rebuke before oh yes they rather come and say thank you but do you know how traumatized they'll be for life if <laughs> Look, let me go on to number six. Hey, can you believe? You imagine the authority to be traumatized for life. Hey. Hey. Hmm. I have to prevent them from traumatic experiences, life-altering events. Yes. Life-altering events. It's like taking cocaine. You can never overcome it again. <laughs> <laughs> yes and the correction is the sign of the love of the father and your receiving of the correction and the rebuke properly 
Thirdly, it's also a sign of your acceptance of being a son. Yes. Not a colleague or a co-equal. You see, that's why, what you people don't know is, these pastors I just appointed two, three, four weeks ago, I was going to appoint them some, um, what was it? Father's Day is in June. It was June I was going to appoint them. I said, no. Sometimes when you appoint people as pastors, then they become proud. Oh, yes. They become proud. And then it's like, we are now big people and we cannot receive correction. It was June. Father's Day to honor Bishop on Father's Day. I said, no, I took a decision against it. I said, I won't do it. They should wait small. Because I want you to appoint people. Look at this uh, bishop, so proud. Meanwhile, you are a 41-year-old bishop or 42-year-old bishop. You are not even a bishop. You've been appointed to learn how to be a bishop. When you are promoted to class 3, is it because you know what is in class 3? You are promoted to class 3 to learn what is in class 3. Yet the title deceives us that we are something that we are actually not. That's why when you are a lawyer or you are made a lawyer, you go to some called pupillage. When you are appointed as a doctor, then you qualify your certificate and everything. Then you go do housemanship. Your certificate you are holding. Let me ask you: If you see a twenty-six-year-old medical doctor and a sixty-year-old medical doctor. Who, who would you prefer? Uh-huh. Why? Yes, a 41-year-old bishop. You are not a bishop. You are a student bishop. But the pride fills us. You see, you even need to learn eh, how to do right, but you receive wrong. It's something you should learn. Yes. <laughs> because the Bible says, consider him that endured some contradiction. One day they came to stone Christ said, for which of my works do you stone me? What have I done wrong to you? But you see, he did, if I was Christ, I'll never die on that cross. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I healed the sick uh, 5,000 people. I gave you a fish beggar on two occasions. <laughs> two occasions. Vegetarian meal, I fed you, I gave you a healthy life. Raise your dead, healed your sick. Okay, then you kill me or you want to kill me, I won't die again. You can all go to hell. <laughs> yeah, I won't die again. Why do you think when Jesus' humanity came upon you, Father, if that will, eh, take this cover with these evil men, what I've seen them do, Father, I don't want to die again, but his respect for his father is what made him die. Not his love, his respect for his father. I can't disobey him. Because you are the son. You have to obey the father. Son obeys father. If I'm your father, where is my honor? Son, you honor your father. How do you honor? By obeying. How else will you obey? So your rejection of rebuke is also a rejection of a relationship. When wife becomes proud, she stops receiving rebuke from husband. That's why wise husband, you don't rebuke wife. I'm telling you, we're free. They didn't tell you in six months. I'm telling you, if you are wise, you don't rebuke your wife. If you are wise, you make statements like, "Oh, the wife is the head of my home." If you are wise, that's that's the statement you make. Ah, but one day a husband came to me. It's a true story. 
princess, it wasn't me. I said, a husband came to me. Do you know what he came to tell me? We were told us that he told me, he said, oh, Pastor Batman, just yesterday, I told, I told my wife that from today, you are the head of the home. <laughs> Pastor, he wants peace. Some of you are rich. I said, that's how they are appointed. I said, oh, no, no, no. When you are appointed, they become proud. Six. Not receiving correction makes you the worst kind of Christian ever. And there are scriptures for all these, but uh, we have to close. Seven. And that recapping last week's message. Not receiving correction reveals a lack of endurance. Eight. Not receiving correction and rebuke leads to dishonor. With dishonor, the Bible is trying to correct you. Nine, rebukes lead to hatred and bitterness. We hate the person who has corrected us, while he only meant good. Today, we are going to, to look at those who are offended because they cannot receive hard sayings. But before then, I want her to watch a short preaching clip on offense by our father bishop dag heward mills stage number two in this book loyalty and disloyalty etape numéro deux dans le livre loyalty and disloyalty offense l'offense now respect the concept of being offended respect le concept d'être offensé Respect it. Respect it's a very wild thing to be offended. C'est vraiment grave d'être offensé. When something happens to you that offends you, quand quelque chose t'arrive qui t'offense, you must respect that a great spiritual strike has been made against you. Il faut savoir que une grande une frappe spirituelle t'a été faite. Yes. Respect it. Il faut le respecter. When you see offense in anybody, quand tu vois l'offense en quelqu'un ou sur le visage you, you de quelqu'un, someone who has had a mighty strike. Tu vois quelqu'un qui a été frappé. And in the natural, it's true. Et dans le naturel If aussi, c'est vrai. Who's had a cut, si tu vois quelqu'un qui a été coupé, that it's something that really needs to be close up. Tu vois que c'est quelque chose qui a besoin d'être fermé. It can kill the person. Parce que ça peut Even tuer la personne. Dead. La personne n'est pas morte, mais ça peut être le résultat. How, how does a cut, Comment est-ce que or a hurt, une coupe or ou an une offense, blessure ou offense, ou quelque chose qui offense, comment est-ce que ça te tue? You see, when you have a cut, quand tu es coupé, right, you bleed. tu saignes. Okay, so first of all, a bit of life goes out. Donc un peu de vie sort. The life is in the blood. La vie est dans so le sang. A bit sang. of life goes out. Donc un peu de sang So you sang. are weaker. Donc tu deviens plus faible. Number two. Numéro deux. You have pain. Tu as du mal. Because tu of your la pain. La douleur à cause de la douleur. You don't behave how you would have behaved. Tu ne te comportes pas comme tu devais com- so te comporter. your behavior changes. Ton comportement change. And your behavior can lead to more hurt. Et ton comportement peut provoquer d'autres blessures. Why? Pourquoi? If you are hurt. Si tu es blessé. of your leg. Is hurt. You you will not. And then before you realize, you've fallen down and you've hurt your hands as well. Quand tu es blessé aux jambes, tu ne vas pas bien marcher et avant de te rendre compte, tu tombes et tu blesses la main aussi. Number three. Numéro three. Because the wound is open. Parce que la blessure est ouverte. All the bacteria. Toute la bactérie. And the antigens. Et les antigens. That can cause an, peuvent, an, an, an anaphylactic reaction or any other kind of 
immune reaction qui peut provoquer une réaction quelconque enter through the puisse entrer dans la blessure. Yes. That is why c'est pourquoi it become, it can become swollen ça devient gonflé pass. et puis le pus When yellow pass, quand le pus est jaune from anything, de n'importe quelle it blessure means that the yellow pass the yellow thing is dead white cells which went to fight the bacteria and the things that came in and they died in the fight ce sont so les they're, cellules they are death they are all dead white cells so they are all, they all died in the fight donc c'est ça, ça montre qu'il y a eu un combat entre les cellules blanches qui sont maintenant morts parce que bon ils n'ont pas pu they are dead soldiers ce sont des yeah. soldats morts so as soon as you are cut donc dès que tu es coupé, Lord of bacteria, il y a beaucoup de bactéries, and other things try to add to whatever you are hurt about. Et d'autres choses essaient de s'ajouter à ce qui Demons. t'a blessé et Other unrelated les things. Démons, des choses qui ne sont même pas liées. Respect the idea of offense. Respecter l'idée de l'offense. Then number four. Numéro quatre. And you see when you see somebody who is offended and person start talking, you can say, Ah, but you you are just hurt. This person is so offended. The person is so sick from his offense. Quand tu vois quelqu'un qui est offensé, tu vois que c'est juste une blessure qui le rend malade. Number four. Numéro quatre. The place becomes swollen. L'endroit devient gonflé. Which means that the issue becomes bigger than it is. Donc ça veut dire que le problème devient plus grand que c'est ce, ça, ça est. Far bigger than it is. Beaucoup plus grand. Sometimes you look at somebody and say, ah. So what is the issue? Quand tu vois quelqu'un tu demandes mais quel est le problème? A question was asked you. On t'a posé une question. You didn't want to answer the question. Tu ne voulais pas répondre. Or you were rebuked. Ou tu on, tu, on t'a repris. And that, is that it? C'est ça. That's all. Donc c'est tout. And you were rebuked. Et tu as été and reprimandé. And at that point, shoot, swollen. Et à ce a moment, big thing. Tu deviens open. Pain, abnormal behavior, Ouverture. entrance of demons and other bacteria. Ouverture, blessure, l'entrée des démons et autres bactéries. Be careful, you know. Anytime I'm offended, à chaque I've fois que offended, je suis offensé, I'm always worried for myself. Je m'inquiète pour moi-même. Because I sense that something wants to come to me. Parce que je, j'ai le sentiment que quelque chose veut venir vers moi. Number five. Numéro cinq. Unforgiveness. You start thinking of the person who. Cause it. That's why people get out of their cars and start fighting with each other. You bash my car, you this, and they start fighting. It's like you cause them. Le manque de pardon parce que quelqu'un a provoqué cette blessure. C'est pourquoi tu vois les gens se battent dans la rue. Number six. À cause des accidents. The bacteria that go into you, if it can go beyond this cut, it will go into your blood. La bactérie, si ça peut entrer dans la blessure, That's... peut aller jusqu'à ton dans le sang. That's what's called bacteremia. Ça s'appelle la bactérémie. And then septicemia. Et septicémie. When you have septicemia, quand tu as la septicémie, you are in danger of death. Tu es en danger de mort. Yes. So from one little cut you can die. D'une petite coupure, blessure, yeah. tu peux mourir. And what is what is septicemia? Qu'est-ce que Multiplying c'est la Multiplying bacteria. Septicémie. With high fever. La bactérie qui se multiplie high avec des fièvres. You go into shock unconscious. Tu, tu es cho- they tu put es... a drip on you. Tu es choqué, and say that tu your ministry is ending from one, one rebuke at a meeting. Tu perds la one correction of your life. 
une one correction, issue that is addressed, un problème, one point that is made up, un it point boomerang out of control. Ah, a perdu le contrôle complètement. You must respect being offended. Il faut respecter le fait d'être offensé. Yes. Oui. Watch out for people that are offended. Fais attention aux gens qui sont offensés. They are dangerous people. Ils sont dangereux. And anybody, if you are a minister, si tu es un ministre, and as a respected in yours, I'm not talking about fighting it in somebody. Je ne parle pas de combattre ça en quelqu'un d'autre, mais en toi-même. Because usually when we preach about this, we are talking about watch for those who are offended in the church, and then this and this and that and that. Nous, I'm talking about you personally. de ça, on pense aux autres. Mais je parle de toi personnellement. Mais when somebody offends me, my concern is that I will not develop bitterness. That's what I'm very worried about. I don't, I don't want to be bitter. Quand quelqu'un m'offense, ma prière c'est que je ne devienne pas amer. Yeah. I don't want to be bitter. Je ne veux pas être amer. It's a dangerous state. C'est un état dangereux. The root of bitterness. La racine de toute amertume. Qui a sali beaucoup de personnes. So watch out in yourself. Fais attention en toi-même. And you think there will be nothing to defend, offend you. As you stay longer in church and as you stay longer and as you are uh, more in the system, that's when you can be more offended because you become prouder. When you are proud, you are more easily easy to offend. If you are not proud, you will not be offended. Si tu n'es pas orgueilleux, tu ne seras pas offensé. Donc plus tu restes quelque part, plus tu as tendance à être offensé parce que tu es orgueilleux. Offense L'offense is more possible in the prouder. The prouder you are, the more offense prone you are. Plus tu es orgueilleux, plus tu peux être offensé. Do you agree? Est-ce que tu es d'accord? Are you sure you agree? Est-ce que vous êtes d'accord? Vous êtes sûr? Yes. Oui. The prouder you are. Plus vous êtes orgueilleux. Because right here in the studio, if I ask you to sit in the front here. Si je vous demande de venir vous mettre devant. Or maybe you come and I make you sit on the second row. Ou je vous fais asseoir sur le deuxième rangé. And you say, ah, why am I asked to sit on the second row? Et vous dites, mais pourquoi on m'a mis à la deuxième? Instead of the first row. Au lieu de, du premier rangé. It means you think you are big. Ça veut dire que tu penses que tu es et que tu appartiens donc au premier rangé. So it's only when you are you think in your mind without even knowing it that you are big. C'est quand tu penses dans ta tête que tu es quelqu'un. That is when things offend you. C'est là où les choses t'offensent. So as soon as you are offended, you must start analyzing yourself that I must become proud. That is why this thing can hurt me. Dès que tu es offensé, analyse offensé par ça. Huh? I must be becoming big and proud in my own eyes. On dirait que je deviens That's how come things are hurting me now. Dans mes yeux, c'est it never used to hurt me that I was put on the second row. Avant, je n'étais jamais offensé d'être mis sur le deuxième rangé. When he speaks like this, it never used to offend me. Quand il parlait comme ça, ça ne m'offensait jamais. When he waved his hand this way, it never used to offend quand me. Quand il balançait la main devant moi, ça ne m'offensait jamais. Now it offends me. Mais maintenant, je suis offensé. It means you've changed. Ça veut dire que you tu as changé. Proud. Tu es devenu orgueilleux. When they used to mention the word transfer, quand ils mentionnaient le mot transfert, it was never a problem. C'était jamais un problème. Now it's become a problem. Maintenant c'est devenu un problème. When they used to suggest change your job from this to this, quand on suggérait de changer de travail, problem. ce n'était pas un problème. You used to say, tu, tu disais, anything you want me to do, tout ce que je, tu veux que je fasse. That's why I'm here. Je suis I'm là here to work ça. for the Lord. Je suis là pour Now you are offended that they are taking this job from you and putting somebody else there. Maintenant tu es offensé qu'on a enlevé quelqu'un de ça, de cette, ce travail. It means your pride is becoming what? Huge. Shouting could never, you never, you never even use the word, why are you shouting on me? You 
you, you, you used to say, ah, tu disais, thank God, I never had a father who would shout at me. That's why I developed this bad character. Je jamais eu un père Now qui I thank God I have a father who is shouting Maintenant, at me. That's how you used to talk before. Qui crie sur moi. You, tu you, parlais comme ça. Before you never even used the word shout. Avant tu ne utilisais même pas le mot crier. And now when the voice is raised, like as I'm preaching, I say, he's shouting. Et maintenant quand je really? parle fort, no, you've noticed I'm shouting. Maintenant tu remarques que je crie, hein? Your pride is increasing. Don't know, and okay. you are becoming more offense prone and you are becoming more somebody who can become some way. Et tu deviens plus quelqu'un qui peut devenir bizarre. Respect the concept of being offended. Respect le concept d'être offensé. And I'm speaking to all bishops. Et je parle aux évêques. And people who feel you are big shots Et in the church. Gens qui se prennent pour des grandes personnes dans l'église. And people who have worked in the church for years. Les gens qui ont travaillé dans l'église pendant des années. You are the proudest in the church. Vous êtes les plus orgueilleux dans l'église. And you are the most offense prone in the church. Et vous êtes ceux qui sont plus offensibles dans l'église. And those who have big cars. Et ceux qui ont des grosses voitures. You are the most offense prone in the church. Vous êtes ceux qui sont plus offensés dans l'église. And if you don't take care, you will veer off the the road. Si vous ne faites pas attention, vous allez and faire un accident. And turn into a late stage orangu. Et devenir un orangu de dernière étape. Yes. Oui. An orangu who develop in the latter in the latter seasons of the church. Un orangu qui s'est développé dans les dernières étapes de l'église. Because we have orangus from the early seasons. Nous avons des orangus, des rebelles des 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 années précédentes. John Bennett and other uh, James Barnley and others. Les John Bennett et les Thomas et autres. Oh, pastors. Tous les pasteurs. You are now called pastors. Maintenant tu es pasteur. Decorative titles. Des des les titres décoratifs. Reverend. Le révérend. Pastors. Les pasteurs. Decorative titles. Des have gotten into your head. Sont entrés dans ta tête. But you don't realize that we have king of kings. Mais tu ne te rends pas compte qu'il y a You may use the same term pastor. Tu peux utiliser le même mot pasteur. But you are, look when we go to heaven. Quand on va partir au ciel. They start calling you king King George, King you know that it's a decorative title because Le roi George, le roi What have you achieved that you are called a king? Qu'est-ce que tu as accompli pour qu'on te traite de roi? Let's be serious. Soyons sérieux. Our father has called us to be kings and priests, but we ourselves should know that this kings and priests title is a decorative title of honor that is being given by grace, but in reality you are nothing. And I'm speaking to the oldest, longest standing bishops, pastors, missionaries, reverends, all of you with decorative titles, workers, you are the most prone to offense and Right. Vous qui êtes de longue date, de longue durée. Don't think of an orangu somewhere. Think of yourself here. Ceux qui ont duré dans le ministère, les grandes personnes, les euh, les évêques, les pasteurs, les révérends, ne pensent pas aux autres. Pense à vous-même. If you think I don't know that some people are offended, then you you see it's not everything I say. Si tu penses que je ne sais pas qu'il y a certaines personnes qui sont offensées. Je ne dis pas tout. One day I called somebody. I said, you know, you have been doing this and this and that. Une fois j'ai appelé quelqu'un, j'ai dit, tu fais, tu tu as l'habitude de faire ceci, ceci. But before I asked him, I said, have you been doing this and that? I said, never. Quand je avant de dire, I told him more than one year. No, I I know. Je lui ai dit que depuis un an, je sais que tu fais ceci. People are surprised that you know. 
Les gens sont surpris que tu sais. They think they know you. Ils pensent te connaître. They think they know you. Ils pensent te connaître. Ils ne te connaissent pas. You can see there are people I know that are offended. I just look at them and say you, I pray for you that it will not destroy you. Il y a des gens qui sont offensés. Ask your neighbor sitting by you, are you offended? <laughs> Bishop said, don't think about anybody. Yo. Today I'm just coming to read. We have what? About 20 more minutes to finish preaching. Don't worry, I'm just coming to read. It's two pages. Now churches, read your uh, reading. Apostle Apostle Paul said, when you gather, give attention to reading. And he didn't say give attention to preaching. So part of Christianity is to read. Matthew 15, verse 12. Those who are offended because they cannot handle hard sayings. Matthew 15, verse 12. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? That when he spoke, they were offended. They felt you had injured them, hurt them. Maybe you are even offended that as we came to church, instead of the pastor to preach, he has played a video. You see, yesterday I was talking to someone about someone who was offended. But oh, this small thing. I said, no. Don't say this small thing. It is small to you. But it may be big to the person. And what may be big to you may also be small to someone. So don't dismiss someone's offense. See, the problem about the offenses, you who are offended, you now have like a crisis. And that bishop was giving the six points why heads are dangerous in their natural you can see the spiritual components. Something small happens to you. If you watched Rambo, first blood, when they were torturing him, they didn't give him one big cut. They gave him many little cuts. Because if it's one big cut, all the um, um, antibodies just go there to attack it at one place. But now they've cut to here, cut to here, cut to here, cut to here. Where do they attack? The body is overwhelmed by the offense. Small, small, small offenses. That's why Bishop said, those who are proud, this has offended you. Why did they show the video? Why is the pastor a white man? Are you the one who gave birth to him? Like you intended for him to be black and he turned out not black. Why is he shouting? Why was he shouting? Why was he uh, kneeling on the chair? You, you will be sure that's what, of, what offends people. So eventually, 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 you will only stay with people who are not offended with you. It's true. That's why last week I gave you a new saying. Not a hard saying. I gave you a new saying. Be offended, but sin not. Because as soon as you show that you are offended, you have spoiled your relationship. 
Because the person who offended you never intended to offend you. Never intended to offend you. One day I saw someone. I offended the person. As soon as it happened, I said, hey, I've created a problem for this person. So I sent delegation after delegation after delegation after delegation after delegation after delegation. Go and apologize on my behalf because I was sick. Go and apologize. The first one who went, like the parable, the person, he didn't know why the person was coming. So I said to the person, oh no, I'm not offended. Me, never. Oh no, there's no issue. Me, offense. Me. No, oh, tapas. There's no offense. There's no offense. Oh, tapas. Oh, no, no, not at all. But I said, no. From then, delegation go, delegation. Oh, no, I cannot meet you. I'm not there. I cannot meet you. Then at a point, I rose up. I said, do you also know how you've also offended me? I said, you're offended. You can't forgive me. Please, be where you are. Let me be where I am. It's over. You should never have made me see you were offended. I said, it's over. You won't think of the other. How many of you have written an exam and you got 100% before? Even when you are supposed to get 100%, they'll give you 8 and a half over 10. Then the teacher will write, there is more room for improvement. <laughs> no matter what, there is more room for improvement. Is that every wise teacher knows that nobody is perfect. So when I saw that this person cannot see that he's gotten 9 over 10 and you should concentrate on the 9 marks you got, not on the one mark you couldn't get. I said, it is over. Me, when you're offended with me, I become afraid of you. The word is afraid of you. Because when somebody is hurt, the Bible says the person will, be, will develop hatred towards you and the next step is betray you. In the last days, many shall be offended against one another and shall betray one another. Me, when I see offense, no, I see somebody who can betray me. So I become afraid of you. And I guard myself from you. Because you're offended, I'll only pretend to you so that you don't get offended, you don't become swollen, is that the issue that you become bigger. I get offended or I become afraid of people who are offended with me. So my relationship ends at the stage of offense because I become afraid of you. So after sending many delegations, I said it's finished. Don't go there again. It's okay. Why don't you also make an excuse for me? Why? It's even a sign of your spiritual state that the devil can even use you against me easily. So I said, it's over. You will be to me as a dead one. That's what the Bible says. So, later on, I saw that the person wanted to come back, but I didn't know how to come back. I said, you will crawl on grass, on, on, not grass, hey, I'm not an Ashanti, grass. <laughs> Uh, if you are offended they go and burn the sea it's just here (laughs) Ah. you are even like I'm I'm mentioning your great 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 your great great tribe Uh have I said it correctly (laughs) 
Yeah. I said, it's over. Now the person wanted to come back. I said, no, you can't come back. Because now when you are sitting in my church, I, I cannot preach this book well. I would be afraid that you would think I'm talking about you. Know, I'm talking about everybody, including myself too. Ah! Hard sayings. Please, once again, the author is that God. You see the man who was a preacher, yes, him. <laughs> the Pharisees were constant. Don't worry, we will close on time. The Pharisees were constantly upset by Jesus' preaching, teachings, and sayings. But Jesus did not seek to please them in any way. They did not impress him, and he did not intend to humor them. Jesus was full of sharp rebukes for these double-timing pretenders in religious clothes. Can you believe that the whole of Matthew chapter 23 was dedicated to facing the Pharisees? The question is, is there anything Jesus said about them that was not true? Instead of changing, they were offended. There are many people who are offended by what they are told. Check this out. Check this out. Their reaction is, how dare you speak to me that way? Who do you think you are, Mr. Big Stuff? <laughs> I'll do break dancing here right now for you. of God who got offended with his head pastor because he decided to transfer him out of the city. And he said, how dare he mention the word transfer in relation to you? But you, you've been using the word transfer on other people. Was it a bad word when you were using it? Now that it's being used on you, you say, how dare he? You see, this assistant pastor felt was too big. And too old in the church we transferred. The truth is, he was proud and puffed up. Indeed, today, more than 20 years after this incident, this assistant pastor has amounted to nothing. He has not even been able to pastor even the smallest church. You see, when you are experienced in the work of God, eh, you know that offense, or even in life, not just the work of God, offense is only meant to humble you. And if you think through it, it's better for you. It's also like politics. You see, when, when, when you are not the flag bearer, or, no, sorry, when you are not the president, can't you see you have a lot of solutions? Uh, the foreign exchange rate is the best indicator for the state of the economy. And when an economy is well governed, the exchange CD to dollar rate is, is it low or stable? Low and stable. Because you are inexperienced. And you don't know anything at all. That's why you talk that way. Because you see, now when the economy is now put in your hands, you say, Ghana, no, not Ghana. Umofia is rich enough not to go to IMF, World Bank, or any Brenton Woods organization for a loan. We have enough um, 
natural resources in order to whatever. And the people of Ghana are very industrious and very uh, hardworking. And any government that goes to IMF is a failed government. Until you come into power. Then they say, do it and let's see. Then you say, Cho! Look at you, you've now become an away. <laughs> do the economy and let's see. You're speaking away. You've now become a pastor. Quote Bible verses. The battle is the Lord's. And uh, those that be against us uh, are more than those who are for us. One parliamentarian went to say, as the Bible says, cleanliness is next to godliness. Do it, let's see. A lot of pride is from inexperience. When you are experienced, you'll be humble. Because you Bishop said one day he was with one of the former presidents at um, a table they were eating. And a non-politician was talking a lot about how the economy should be run and how the country should be run and how they should be done. He said, then the president, not this president, please, not this president, a former one. And the mom was speaking and giving ideas. The president just turned to Bishop and said, it is not like that, isn't it? The bishop today, it is not like that. <laughs> yeah. When you are experienced, you, you will see that one plus one is not necessarily equal to two. Yeah. Mathematicians prove up. Is there someone here who did math? Not at JSS, not elective, not a uh, compulsory math or what's the name? Core math, not core math people. University math. Look, one of the things they do is they prove, like, the question is, one plus one is not equal to two. Prove it. Yes, and then they'll give you the steps out to show you that one plus one is not always equal to two. It's class one that will teach you one, 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 two, two, one, three, three, one, four, four. That's for class one for six-year-olds. <laughs> University West advanced don't be telling you prove that one plus one is not equal to two. It's your childishness that is just reactive to every small thing. When you mature, you, you know that there are components that you do. You even know that there's a spiritual element to things. Why are you clapping that there's a spiritual why you, you didn't know there's a spiritual element to this? <laughs> Number two, do no not two. Do not be put up by hard things. You must be tough and withstand rebukes, correction, reproof, and any sharp words that are directed towards you. Paul told Timothy to use the scripture. To rebuke, to reprove, and to instruct people. The word of God is not just praises and thanksgiving to you for your contribution to their ministry. We are not here to bow down to you and worship you because you sang a song or helped in the ushering today. Like when it was time for Juliet to sing and Father Samuel just told her, come off the stage. You are not singing today. She can become so offended. I mean, I've rehearsed the song, I've prepared for it, I've come to stand here, I've even bought a dress because of the singing. Look at my hair, I've done for the singing. Do you know what it cost me to come here today? 
and just said, go off the stage. But she doesn't even know why. That it is for her protection. She doesn't even know. That yesterday is when I said Juliet will not sing today. Yesterday, with reasons. For her good. But you see, all that you can see is, they said I'll sing this song today. When I stood to sing, they said come on the stage. The Bible says, for you see through a glass darkly. The Bible says, for you know in part. You only know a small part. And you are reacting. What about all the other times you sang? What about the other times you sang? And what about the other times you would say? If she even gives the slightest. You know what I mean? I'm very sensitive, eh? Super sensitive. I cannot lie to you. I noticed the slightest thing. I'm like a satellite from space. Always zoom. This is zoom. Yes. Super. I'm watching your face, your facial expression, your smile, your no smile, your body language, your smile, even how you smile. How quick your smile was. Oh, yes. I noticed everything. The slightest. Sign of offense, she will never sing again until Christ comes. Oh, yes. <laughs> to save her. Because the offense, like Bishop said, is a sign of pride. And pride leads to a fall. And I don't want her to fall. So I wouldn't want her to become proud. So if the singing is what makes her proud, then she shouldn't sing again. Finish. To save her. Ah, you should have been here yesterday. As she was singing, I turned to Pastor Samuel's head. Samuel, I cannot believe my eyes and my ears. It's to save her from pride that I said she shouldn't sing today. I called Steve. I said, Steve, Juliet is not singing today. I've seen too many singers to become proud from singing. It's to save her so she can continue to sing. She's not singing today so she can continue to sing and not the other way around. You know, and let me tell you something. You may be a pastor, lady, pastor, what not. Compare what I've done to what you have not even dreamt of doing. And see whether we are all the same. And if you know how to govern the church and how to lead people. Compare what I've done and what I do. And see whether we should be sit at the same table. Let me not talk like a fool. You are here to be corrected. Rebuked and spoken to about any important thing that needs to be addressed. You know, no, I think I should use her as an example. Whenever she sings, hey, from today until tomorrow, like from the day she sings to the next morning, she'll be sending me texts to thank me for the opportunity to sing. Oh, yes. Thank me, thank me, thank me, thank me, thank me. So, so she's not proud. I'm not saying she's proud or I've seen she, but I can see that the way she's going and many people have fallen to pride on that road. So it's to humble her. What does it mean to be humble? To be humble means to be brought low. She should be brought low so she can go high. That's all. It's to save her. But when did she join the church? Was, was the church not here before she came?
Once you have only spoken. <laughs> Look. Once you have only nine. <laughs> Look, let me read it well. Once you have only nine soft sayings and words, you will be lopsided and you will not develop well. Jesus said, things that were hard to swallow, he told the people, you will eat my flesh and drink my blood. That was the greatest church loss in recorded history. When Jesus said, today, you will eat my flesh. We all come to church, drink Holy Communion, are so happy. Ha! Ah, the the uh, which of them is first? The body of Jesus. The body of Jesus. Now, the blood of Jesus that takes away the sins of the world. The blood of Jesus. The blood. Of Jesus. <laughs> now we respect the body, but when it was said for the first time, the Bible said that, and the people all forsook him. What we are so blessed by, it offended some people. So anything can offend anyone. No? You must not allow yourself to be offended by any saying, even if you don't understand it. You see, like this explanation I've given you um, about Juliet not singing today. I mean, I'm, see, I'm just using it as an illustration. You see how you're all clapping, clapping. What if it were you? And I didn't give this explanation. And all you see is, I came prepared to sing, and you just wave the hand, go off stage. That, that's all you see, but you don't know the thinking of love behind it. Do not let the fact that your boss raise his voice at you to offend you or disturb you. There are, listen to this part. It's one of my favorite parts in the book. It's one of my favorite. This the line that has blessed me most in the book. There are some bosses who raise their voices but mean well and have a kind heart. And yes, there are others who raise their voices and are simply murderers. You must choose to be among those who cannot be moved by hard or sharp sayings. You must toughen up so that you can withstand all forms of sayings. If you happen to be in a meeting where you were transferred to the battlefront, what would you do? You would have no choice but to receive the hard saying and move to the difficult battlefield as a good soldier. Endure hardness as a good soldier. Beautiful. Hey! Yeah. So, you see, let me tell you something. One day, you see, what it is, it's not even that you didn't insult back, but when you, what you do after the rebuke is what even you see they're giving me a microphone now that the battery is dead you see no I, oh I don't know why you are laughing I'm saying something they're giving me a map. You see, where, but where is he going? They give, listen, you don't 
bring a microphone. If you bring a microphone, a stray bullet can just hit you like that. Aha. <laughs> Listen. No, this is a good example that happened at the right time. Listen, oh. Listen. They've given me a microphone that the battery is dead. When I came to pick up the microphone, the light was red. What that means is the battery was very low and they've given it to me. It's 11.15, 15 minutes for the service to end. If I ask, is it a madman or a fool who thinks it's okay to give a microphone with a dead battery to a preacher? They'll say I've offended somebody. But you too, should you give a, a dead battery microphone or a battery dead microphone or microphone with a dead battery to somebody? Is it also the right thing? Is it but I'm not offended though. I'm only asking a genuine question. So if the answer is no, say no. It's not a madman and, and it's not it's not a fool. But you too, you should ask yourself. We are on Facebook, the whole world is watching. Then you give me a dead microphone. Microphone that is dead or dead microphone. Can the microphone die? <laughs> yes. This is the problem. We never see our part in it. Every man shall proclaim his own goodness. And you see the proud people, they never apologize. Especially phlegmatics. The proudest of all the temperaments. Yeah. Phlegmatics. The proudest. The nicest and the proudest because they never speak the truth to avoid confrontation and strife. Yes. Me, I don't know anybody who has met me and loved me on the first day. I haven't seen some before. I'm not a phlegmatic. Me, I'll tell you the truth the first day I've been, but as I've grown and I've seen that, he that rebukes shall only receive shame for himself. These days, I, I mostly speak Nice things to people. Oh, come for your help. Puchi, 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 puchi. <laughs> sherry cuckoo, sherry cuckoo. Oh, 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 wow, you're so beautiful. Oh, kuchi, 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 kuchi. Then I go, then I go my way. So I don't offend you. So you don't hate me. So you don't uh, betray me. I'll just be nice to you. Since you don't want correction, stay with your faults until a bigger crisis meets you. What you got there? Oh, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we block, we break, we lose. We bind, we capture, we release. Losing, bind. All principalities, powers, dominion. So even as I'm praying, I don't even believe in the prayer I'm praying. Because of how you are. Bible says you answer a fool according to his folly. You can't receive rebukes. Why should... Have you ever seen a school where the teacher has beaten the teacher? Sorry, the student has beaten the teacher. That the student is allowed to remain in the school. Is that you are about being taught, so go home or find another school where you think the teachers can teach you. Finish. Yeah. When you are rebuked, your response should be thanksgiving and appreciation. I say, when I beat my children, 
Okay, they say I shouldn't use beat, I should use spank. It's fine. When I spank, I mean, that didn't change what I do anyway. <laughs> when I spank my children, <laughs> their duty is to come and tell me, Daddy, even recently, I spanked one of them. And he forgot to come and thank me. So about two days ago, I reminded him that when I spanked you uh, about three weeks ago, you didn't come and thank me. It's like you are spoiling the tradition. You need to change it. Then you apologize for not coming to thank me for spanking him. You are supposed to come and tell me, Daddy, thank you very much for spanking me. It is because you love me and you don't want me to become a bad boy in future so I don't destroy my life. That is why you are spanking me and I want to thank you for spanking me. That is their duty. Because do you think I have any evil intention for my children? You think about it. You too. If you are my child, if you are my child and I'm rebuking you, what bad thing would I have in mind? I mean, like the example I gave of uh, Juliet. It is for her good. I tell you, I've seen too many singers become proud. We were all here when she began to sing. With the great, I mean, as she sang yesterday, I said, goodness gracious me. This is superb. I said, no. It can become pride. And see, not proud towards me, but when she becomes proud, then the devil, not me, the devil comes in. The problem is the devil, not me and not the church, the devil. You know, and she reminded me there were some dancers. Did you when they joined, where's uh, Lorena? She and her people. Oh, they were winning dance competitions at Kode, like like global dance competition. They win. Then they became proud. Ish. They said, we don't respect them. They'll come to church. I said, me? You are not singing. You are not dancing again for two months. You didn't give us Kenke when we dance. So do, do you remember that day? You didn't give us Kenke when we dance. We won't, we, we won't dance again. I said, hey, you chose the wrong person. No dancing, no Kenke, and no dancing too. <laughs> if I come to smile, that will, Pastor, we are hungry after the death. Oh, bite them. I don't do kinky. Bite them, papaya, everybody. You are offended. I react against offense. Not to offense, against it. I said, no dancing. I broke their pride. And so they came to apologize and they came to beg. I don't know even if I forgive them fast or slow. Yeah. So I don't want that to happen to her. So I said, no. She should sit down a bit. Can't you see that in a football team? They're precious players. Some, sometimes they keep them from playing useless matches to rest them and to prevent them from uh, getting hurt. For their own good. For their own good. You see, it's your immaturity that is making you react to the offense and the heart saying, let's stand to our feet so that we don't close early. Pray for yourself that you receive the necessary heart saying. Yeah. Hey. One day, there was a certain brother. Hey, I loved the brother. And the brother was good. So the truth is, 
I never had anything bad to say to him for years. Then one day, he did something bad. And I rebuked it. Look, if I, even the rebuke, eh, when some of my, my other sons heard how I had rebuked their brother, they said, Apostle, why don't you also rebuke us this way? Is that if their rebuke was very nice, that may see offense. As though I was a devil. As though I was a devil. Then I said to myself, never again. Never again. And I said, from today, I only say nice things to this, my son. Never again would I say something negative. Oh, you are good. Oh, you are perfect. Oh, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Oh, Messiah, come in. If you all stand at the door and knock, whosoever opens the door and cuts, I come and say, oh, come, come, come and let us up. Come and let us up. Drink orange juice and uh, appetition mixed together. <laughs> Pray for yourself that you don't get to a place where you push your teachers into a corner and you can no longer be advised because you are offended by hard sayings. How else will, will you change? By the blueness of the wound, evil is purged from the heart. Pray for yourself as we close. We are closing. That God will heal you with the balm of Gilead that you'll be healed in the name of Jesus healed of your offense healed of what disturbs you offense is a sign of love only a lover will rebuke you and correct you so you can become better pray for yourself that the healing balm of Jesus of the Holy Spirit will come into your heart and heal you soothe you calm you down calm you down calm you down Father in the name of Jesus place your hand on your heart everyone place your hand on your heart Father Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for healing. Healing of secret pain. Deliver us from the negative effect of offenses. Deliver us from the negative effect of offenses. Help us to walk in your love. That we may not cut ourselves off from that which is helpful and beneficial to us. Number two. That we will not remove our divine appointees those you have sent to help us into a corner that we may be bereft of all the love and the input and the gifts and the blessing that you've put into them for us help us to be healed help us to be healed and to relate correctly appropriately help us to respond to love by love in Jesus name Amen and with every head bowed and with every eye closed maybe somebody invited you to church but I want to say pastor please pray with me I want to surrender my life to Jesus I want to be born again if you are here like that just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you or you are here you are a Christian but you'd like to rededicate your life to God lift up your right hand also and we'll pray together one prayer and then we'll go home is there anybody here like that 
Father, we thank you for the gift of life which you give us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. God bless you. Put your hands together as you take your seats.